0: All right, everyone. Welcome back to the Money Revelation podcast. Uh, I don't even know what episode we're on it actually right now, Um, but I have a very special guest today. Um, Season two was dedicated to finding great guests. Um, Emily Burnett, another financial coach, author, soon to be double author if we want to call it. (laughs) I like that. (laughs) Um, so yeah, welcome to the show, Emily, and I, I can't wait for a conversation, but why don't you tell the audience a little bit about yourself and everything else?
1: Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks, Brian. It's really fun to be here and to have this chat. Um, I'm Emily Burnett. Like Brian mentioned, I'm, I'm working on becoming a double author. I like that way of putting it. Um, yeah, so I'll, I'll probably be using that in the future. So I left corporate. This is Kind of a big part of my story about a year and a half ago, and went all in on creating my financial coaching business and traveling the world and figuring out what I wanted to be when I grew up and, um, still working on that. I think a lot of us are, <laughs> um, I am currently, I'm spending the winter in North Carolina in the Raleigh area, and I'm excited to talk with Brian about money revelations and all things that we have learned and like to share about, about money and intentional, intentional money.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, it was cool. You, I, I liked, I, I tell people about it a lot. What how you kind of like travel the country? I thought that was really <laughs> cool. Just meeting people and like doing like little pop-ins and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. we had a nice sit down a few or handful of months ago and we just talked <laughs> about business and finances and like what people are You know really running through right now and i think that's changed a lot even more in the last six months or so yeah um people are really looking forward to 2024 i think because 23 was i mean you hear it all over the radio it's it wasn't easy for people um Mm -hmm. so today we just wanted to kind of talk about we decided a couple topics and you know why money management even really matters and being intentional more intentional with your money in 24 Mm -hmm. and beyond but first, I wanted to I wanted to say if anyone sees this on visual, <laughs> this is her book right here. And I, <laughs> guys, I I swear to God, I told her before I did not set it up there. Literally, this is my desk here. I turned on the camera. I was setting my mic. I go, oh, she's <laughs> her book is right there. <laughs> Literally, it was hitting, sitting there on my shelf. So, but we'll talk and about I that. You
1: were, and I thought Brian was just being nice. No, I, I swear like, to God,
0: swear on my <laughs> swear yeah. on my mama. <laughs> But anyways, we'll talk about that as we weave through here a little bit oh. about it. So let's just get in. And Emily, I'm going to let you lead the conversation. And then we'll kind of um just discuss about why, you know, I was thinking a lot about this for 24 and beyond because people, I think, want to put 23 in the past a little bit is money management. Why is it even really matter and kind of why people seem to get money management wrong and like just despise it basically so what what did you want to jump in and talk about there on that
1: oh oh how long do we i know have i know i know
0: days? guys guys <laughs> we met for coffee like six months ago and we were like wow we just talked two hours straight <laughs> like I mean, yeah. We just like annie last month we could sit here and talk forever but um i don't know yeah. just what do you think i mean what do you think let's just have a conversation
1: yeah well first of all my my perspective so the, the title of my book um is dear Fellow Spender." And and the fellow is important. Yeah. Thanks, Brian, holding it up. <laughs> the fellow is really important to my story and to my perspectives on why money management really even matters because I avoided it for a really long time. I mean, it, in the moment, it felt like I was doing it and it wasn't working. And I, I thought I was budgeting and I was trying to budget. And um, so... Yeah, I think like why happy money, money management matters is say that three times fast, happy money management, (laughs) uh, you know, that is the type of money management that really matters because the kind that is just like spinning in the mud, um, that's incredibly frustrating. And I think that's why so many people feel so negatively about money management or budgeting. Um, where my real passion lies is in the kind of daily money or daily, weekly, monthly money management. It's the paycheck stuff. Um there are so many pros that can help with investments and retirements and maximizing 403Bs. But what I get really jazzed is helping people get in the um in the front seat of the bus in a happy way to really, really take care of their money from the root level. And, and that's not just so that you have more money, more money is great, but more money will not ever fix a money management problem. Mm -hmm. Um, so it, it really matters because what you do with your money determines what kind of life you get to lead and how happy you are with it. So. I, across the spectrum, I have I've worked with people of all income levels, uh, twenty seven thousand dollars a year, actually less than that, a, a grad student, and a a guy who was spending three quarters of a million dollars a year, and in in both cases and across the spectrum, they wanted to feel something. About their money management, they wanted to feel in control. And so I think, and I'd love, you know, your, your response and thoughts on this, that the reason why money management really matters is because it is, uh, it's the thing that dictates how you feel about yourself. It's one of those key, key behaviors that dictates how you feel about yourself. And again, the options you give yourself in your life. And that doesn't mean necessarily for like a bigger house, a boat, a fancier car, because you might not actually want those things.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'll I'll pause because again, I could go off on a soapbox so long. Yeah, on this.
0: no, I'll I'll pitch in here. Um, you said the word twice in your little spiel <laughs> there. The <laughs> yeah, word, the word, happy. No, no, I'm saying the word happy. Mm-hmm. And what I've seen a lot more the last year, um, I feel like. Well, I I thought of a good question like a month or so ago when I was just driving around one day. And this isn't necessarily someone's goal. It's like if I come to a client or a potential client or someone's talking to me about their finances, this is a tough question, I think. And right now, if I asked 100 people in a row, could you, not saying everyone wants a mortgage, but we will use mortgage. Let's say they're renting and stuff. 100 people that are renting that want a mortgage. Today, if I was a mortgage lender and came up to you and said, hey, I'm ready to get you a mortgage, would you qualify for it with your debt to income? Would you have enough money to put it in your paycheck? And like, would you be ready for that? And I, I'm scared that, and you know, I keep it real. So I'm scared that like 70% of people wouldn't be able to today, just based on what I'm seeing. And so oh, yeah. I think the biggest part about money management is looking at your soon to be, it doesn't need to be 10, 20 years down the road. But the next mm-hmm. year, year or so, what are your goals? You know, and if <clears throat> if you sit there and sit there and look in the mirror and say, I'm not hitting my goals, I'm in debt. I'm you know, I mean, that should be enough, I think, to say, man, I do need to manage my money better. Um, a couple of my clients. Um, I'll give one example of my clients. I, I don't know if they'll hear this or not, but um, that I'm working with right now, um, I think he when he first met me with his wife he he had a realization that he had a spending problem and they both weren't budgeting at all most people don't budget unfortunately mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. but on top of that in their opening calls he you could hear it in him saying this i don't remember what loan it was she had to put in her name because i had so much debt in my name and mm-hmm. i think people are especially couples as i focus on couples now is they're starting to realize I'm putting a lot more burden on my partner because mm-hmm. of mistakes that I made, but then she's part of it or he's part of it as well mm-hmm. because whatever's yours is theirs, usually, right? And so mm-hmm. I think the word happy is key in that. It's like, well, if you're not happy or mm-hmm. you can't be happy in the next year with your immediate goals, I think something's got to change. And obviously, you said most people loathe about money manage it because. They're scared to open their bank account they really are they're scared to even look at you know their past six months i mean they just know that they're paycheck to paycheck and um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's just i mean it's you guys it's stuff we see every day not just as coaches but anyone in the financial field is seeing it right now and yeah it's yeah I mean, that's why it matters. I mean, you should worry about your immediate future and how you want to be happy. Yeah. And if you can't, no, if you can't be happy with where you're at right now and you're not happy, if you sit down and say you're not happy, well, then let's make you happy. You know, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta, then let's do something about it. But I think people are just a little bit timid the last year about how many bad things happen to a lot of people in terms of financial cars. I've talked to a few people that their cars the last few months have just, completely hit the bed basically. Mm -hmm. Um, but I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, that's my thought process.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I, I think, so I, I work and talk with people who, uh, they might have actually, they might already have the mortgage and the house that they really like, and they have a great paycheck. Um, but they are, they're still not happy. And Uh, And they are really afraid of, you know, when you say debt to income, like it just kind of causes stress because they're like, they're just kind of primed to feel guilty and ashamed about the spending they do to um, mask some of the dissatisfaction with life or with their financial situation. I've been there. I've done Mm -hmm. that. Um, And I, I just think that there are so many shoulds in the personal finance space, um, you should be doing this. You shouldn't be doing that. And it has made a really large segment of the population, very shame-filled about Mm -hmm. their money and the thought that they could ever feel happy and in control and non-deprived about their spending is, is an absolute revelation to a lot of people. Um, I've had emails from readers of my book who are so grateful for a friendly, relatable, a little bit of tough love Mm -hmm. invitation to, to kind of wake up. And, um, you know, I am a fan of long-term planning, but I think this is actually a really relevant time to talk about Moso, which is the name of my, the business that I'm building. Moso money, um, Moso is a type of bamboo that grows slowly at first. I had to look
0: and, it up uh, about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I okay. was like, wait, I know that word. Sorry. I, I had to look it up, but go ahead. No, it's closed, cool. slowly at you first. And then I was reading your book and I think you mentioned that. And I was yeah. like, okay, now I got to Google all
1: of this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and it is a little, I mean, I, it's not like uh super uh, documented, like bam, Moso bamboo is the only type of bamboo. I think this is true for all bamboos. Mm-hmm. I just really liked the word Moso. Um so it grows slowly at first and that's because its roots are getting right. And when the roots are grown and solid and stable, then it can start growing like several inches in a day, which is just really cool. And I I love the the parallels between that and what can happen in a person's life when they finally get the roots right because so much of personal finance Has become, and especially if you're middle age, you're like, oh, everybody else is focusing on retirement and investing and Mm -hmm. um, getting the, I don't know, the vacation rental or, you know, these big things that are kind of markers of adult financial success. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, the root level stuff, the management of the paycheck, the making a plan to get out of debt so that you free up. So Mm -hmm. much of your monthly income is, is, uh, not happening. It's swept under the rug. And so again, I, I think the happiness in money comes at the root level and getting involved. And like you said, not focusing exclusively on 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, but focusing on what you can make happen now and Mm -hmm. in the next year for your, for the, the happiness of your life overall.
0: I love how you said that. I mean, that's in their, That's in her book, guys, just saying. <laughs> the the, the, the Mosel and all that stuff. But a couple thoughts on that. That's a great point of like building from the roots and eventually, you know, kind of almost growing quicker as you go, yeah. basically starting from the beginning. I think two points that I want to hit on. The first part that you were talking about, about, about um, not really, you didn't use the word shaming, but mm-hmm. I think you were kind of thinking that a little oh, bit, it's sure. like, guys, with social media and technology, especially the last five years, 10 years, there is a lot of people that you could just sit in bed, right? I mean, my wife does it all the time and sit in bed and just scroll and be like, oh, here's, here's this person telling me, yep, I'm, what well, I'm, yeah, that's me. I'm doing it wrong. Um, And that's kind of what Emily was trying to say, yeah. I think, is, is like, we see all this, this, not hatred, but just like, nope, if you didn't do this, oh, oh you're 50 years old and you don't yeah. have that. It's like, <laughs> guys, Not everyone's situation is the same and all that. And what I want to say to be encouraging that right now is I'm just thinking of some more of my recent clients is a lot of my clients, you guys are 40 year olds, 45, 55, little to no retirement. And I think like Emily was trying to say that kind of middle age and all that, that's like their first like, oh my God, I got it. I'm screwed on retirement. I'm screwed on retirement. I'm screwed on Mm -hmm. retirement. But realistically, come on backwards and i you'll find the roots of everything else that is mm-hmm. and it can be achieved, believe it or not. I'm working with people right now, you guys that are 50 years old that have little to zero retirement and we're gonna make it work like down the road. But we have to set the, the as you said, the the roots first.
1: Yeah. Because like they, the didn't, they didn't
0: manage their money or they didn't have a budget. Mm-hmm. You guys, 80% of the people I talk to don't budget at all. I'm not just throwing that number out there. I don't know about Emily's clients or people she's bumped into, but 20% probably either have budgeted and tried or used to budget, haven't yeah, yeah. budgeted in 3 to 5 years because mm-hmm. this happened or this happened. But my point is, you got to start all over and it can be done. You yeah. just got to you got to turn your mindset to, okay, I got I can't focus on 10 or 15 years down the road my investment. I got to back up here because I have credit card debt. I have a a car loan. I have, and there's nothing wrong with this. I'm just, you know, prioritizing. I don't have money management budgeting. Let's start from the bottom and then move up because it's achievable.
1: Yeah. And we're showing that right now.
0: People are showing me right now that they're going to be achieving, you know, worrying about their wealth savings and everything like that in the coming months.
1: Yeah. Well, and I would, I would say like you want to, you know, as opposed to like, you need to focus on the you know it's like that's where the the peace and the happiness is honestly yeah. it is at it's at that um foundation level like because mm-hmm. again you maybe you've tried to build a house without a foundation mm-hmm. a figurative house
0: yeah
1: <laughs> and that house is going to be so much more stable and awesome and enjoyable to live in if it's on a really great foundation um, one other thought popped popped into my mind as as you were talking i I think that over the last I don't know seventy years maybe, um budgeting has become well, yeah, a negative word, and we've kind of turned not budgeting into a status symbol. Mm-hmm. so people who make good money are like oh yeah i don't budget i don't need to budget
0: you're it's funny you wrote that unless i read it from you did you post no, i don't i, I was going to say somebody else i just read this somewhere like 2 weeks ago <laughs> it's like yeah, yeah I, they don't believe they need to budget cuz they make enough money
1: so right and so people who do make lots of money which one of my favorite uh stats that i i don't have nailed down exactly but it was like 6 um 62% of those of full-time workers do not uh, live paycheck to paycheck. And, mm-hmm. and that's really kind of a staggering stat as is the fact that like, I wanna say 28% of, so it was more than a fourth of those making more than $200,000 a year live paycheck to paycheck. So it's not an income problem and there isn't like a an income level at which you can't be blessed by budgeting. And, and people will say like, oh, I, I have been blessed. I don't need to budget. And I'm like, well, but if you are choosing to live within your income and you are being mindful of your debt, I would argue that you are budgeting. So I give think- yourself some credit and like, let's just normalize it.
0: Normalize it. Yeah. And I know any other coaches that hear this and maybe we'll post this in our coaching group. So we get some people in there I know people are going to agree with this statement and you kind of just hit on it slightly. Is I mean, I have a client right now, or I've had a client in the past. we won't use names, but I know I've because we've seen it posted in our group, our coaching group that makes over two hundred thousand dollars and has a ridiculous amount of credit card debt, y'all. Mm-hmm, I mean mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. they don't manage their money well. So, like Emily said, it doesn't matter on that portion mm-hmm. um in terms of needing a budget or actually having some type of money management because it comes back to money management and mindset yeah mindset yeah. because when you sometimes I sometimes you make that much money you care you spend mm-hmm. carelessly, and you think oh I just do it for my points credit cards and I pay it all off but then all of a sudden this happens and then this happens and this happens the next thing you know you're at the end of the year and all of a sudden you're not paying those credit cards off every month <laughs> you're paying minimum balance or 200 bucks here or 200 bucks there and now you're you know stuck and I think that people just are in such a rush Um, that they just like this year flew by, I was telling someone, I was telling my clients the (laughs) other day, you guys, in two months, it'll be four years since COVID started. I mean, think about that. That's insane. I mean, it just flew by this last few years. And so I think taking a step back, um, and really focusing on like the immediate future and realizing that, you know, well, I do need some management help is not such a bad thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and as we we're talking about this Brian, I'm so you know I'm writing book number 2. To yes. Become the let's double talk author. about it. Let's talk yeah. about it. Yeah. Well, the the book is called Dear Fellow Dreamer. Ooh. And it is so the pillars of my of
0: Amazon real quick, Dear Dear Fellow Spender. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. I'm giving you promos right here. Amazing. Thanks. You guys, it's Brian. awesome. I read it a few months ago, so it's awesome. Thank so. you. Thanks. I appreciate
1: yeah. that. Well, yeah, the, the dear fellow dreamer is the follow-up because when I tell people the title of my book and they know what I've been building for the past several years, they're like, oh, cool. So money, I'm like, it's about so much more than money. Mm -hmm. And that is where my own financial and truly life transformation started was being like, Mm -hmm. I don't like this. I don't like my corporate job, but Mm -hmm. it is not an option to leave. Mm -hmm. And so what I ended up doing was a really good job of spending all of my paycheck from the job I wasn't happy in. I have been an entrepreneur from the time I was a kid. Like the number of ideas that I scribble down on in my, my, um, moleskin notebooks, like corporate. I mean, this is, this is not at all to dog corporate. There is no shame in any work. That generates income, honest work (laughs) that generates income. Um, but it was a real wake up call that like, because of my previous spending and debt situation Mm -hmm. and interaction and very close relationship with credit cards, I really couldn't walk away from that income level. And so, and and I know I'm not alone. Mm -hmm. I have had countless conversations where. You know, working with one client, it was like six months in that. She finally shared with me that she hated her job and, and it was just this revelation for, I think both of us, for her to say out loud for me to hear, like, that is why her spending was like, it was that she was trying to outspend a life she wasn't happy with. Yeah. And, and so the, this book, dear fellow dreamer is really about intentional living because it doesn't matter if you're making $200,000 a year and and your soul is telling you like, I'm in the wrong business, <laughs> you know, like 40 years is a really long time to spend on the wrong path. So, so I think the real wake up is for someone to be like, to look at their life and say, I want something different. And that doesn't mean like, yeah. um, irresponsible behaviors, but it might mean I've always wanted to start my own business and it's never been an option because of my financial situation. Like it it sounds trite to say that like your why has to become more clear. But I, I do think that by taking stock of your life and at least being willing to entertain, like maybe I do really not enjoy my profession any longer. Yeah, And I want to be able to give myself options. That is why I want to redo my relationship with with money in a happier way from the roots up
0: yeah you spent in the first book you you learned your lesson you talked about it and now dream dreams are next that's the purpose you get everything organized you guys and then you got to have dreams it's kind of like you know we'll kind of wrap this up but um because we could talk all day about this but (laughs) <laughs> it goes back to my personal story of years and years ago when I met my wife, she just looked at me and said, listen, we got a house. We want two kids. You got 70K in student loans. That ain't going to happen. I mean, we have dreams and they're the coming up and we have to get rid of those. And we worked our butts off to get them off. It's, cool. But it's the same thing. It's like, yeah. what dreams do you have coming up and what's holding you back? That's the key. Yeah. Um. Think about yourself. That's what mm-hmm. more people got to think about is just think about yourself. Like- you know, and yeah. maybe, maybe don't watch so much on online. <laughs>
1: <laughs> totally. Yeah, totally. Listen, like check in with yourself instead of trying to keep up with everybody else. Um, uh, mm-hmm. because that is a never ending like circus that that'll, that'll keep a person making good money potentially, but absolutely broke mm-hmm. kind of inside and financially.
0: Stop comparing yourself to other people. Mm-hmm. Shout oh. out to, shout out, shout out to Kelsa. <laughs> <Our> mentor, <laughs> Kelsey's always said that stop stop for yeah, us yeah. stop following certain coaches stop following certain people because you're just going to sit there on, yeah. on your screen and compare yourself and say I'm not there yet and it just gets you down it's the same with your money
1: oh for sure for sure it- it'll get you like
0: depressed emotionally literally. down
1: and yeah. financially down
0: <laughs> right because then you'll go out and say oh my god I got to go buy a coffee because I'm just so mad today or something like that yeah. or you could go out and do this and spend money but yeah totally I like it. Well, I think we could talk all day, but we better wrap it up here. Um, this was fun. I I'm glad. I hope you know this helpful. This is helpful for a lot of people. I appreciate you coming on. And you guys, her second book. What like? I mean, what's the goals of when the second book is maybe yeah. coming out? Is there a little teaser? Or?
1: Oh, sure, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I've committed to uh, publishing it by August. No, no, no. Wow. Yes, by August, awesome. and that will mark. So that will mean I, I published my first book in July of 2023 and my second one in so one July year. of 2024. Wow. I know wow. I, I think it's a little aggressive, but, but, um, <laughs> there's more to the story. To have,
0: there's more to the story. Yeah,
1: for sure. For sure. And so much of the story is honestly like written just in my own experiences and, um, and from conversations to that I've had with hundreds of people as i've traveled and coached and mm-hmm. so this the story just needs to come out and that's that's what i'm working on now
0: and what's beautiful for readers and i've made a dedication to myself in the last year year or two is i some books i, I got it's got to be like 300 320 pages or less cuz i was reading 450. it's like oh my god and i want to read more <laughs> i want to read more books and get more knowledge this year that's my goal Mm-hmm. This first one's like 150 pages. You guys, it's really informative. Yeah. I mean, that's how, it, I mean, I appreciate you for that. I'm like, just, just,
1: yeah, just, well, okay. it's
0: great information. And you didn't, you know, she didn't stretch it all out to like, some people stretch out books to 250, 300 pages when you're like, Oh sh- shoot, that's too much. <laughs> like you guys could yeah. have ended this 20 minutes ago or something like that. But um,
1: yeah. Okay. Well that, that book and this, this next book are meant to be a conversation like a friendly conversation between awesome. me and, and the reader. And, um, so thanks for, thanks for highlighting that.
0: That's awesome. Very cool. Um, so where, I mean, I'm going to drop everything in the comments, like your Amazon, your book and everything like that, but where can people find you if they oh. want to talk more to you about it?
1: Yeah, for sure. Thanks, Brian. Um, I am, my website is mosomoney.com M O M-O-S-O, S O money.com. I'm on Instagram, most so underscore money. And I'm on LinkedIn under my own name, Emily Burnett. So those are those are the three places the that yeah, those are the mains.
0: Awesome. All right. Well, thank you for coming on today. Um and thanks
1: so much for having me, Brian. Thanks yeah, it was fun. It.
0: Oh yeah. Anytime. This is fun. So um yeah, that's it. I'll drop everything for her in the comments, you guys. And um Yeah, we'll see you on the next episode. Stay blessed and positive and have a good rest of the day.